tonight on Ship Chasing. Pat and I draft a $101 Dalmatian team while running a marathon. No, no, no. We're, we're done with the running bits for now. But Pat and I are drafting a Dalmatian team. If you want to get in these streets with us, if you want to piss yellow on stream, you're going to have to pony up $101. None of this $25 shit like you guys are used to. No, we're doing it. $101. Let's roll. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is what? This is what I'm hot. Anita hand, hand job. Fix your Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you Tony? You can't handle the heat. It looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. <laughs> All right. No, uh, no Ben Gretsch with us tonight. Uh, Pat, I believe, did he say his daughter had a, a recital of some sort? That's right. Yeah. A music recital. Well, we, we will miss him. Uh, Gretsch said it was a music recital. There are some rumors that um, a family van was spotted cruising quickly toward the uh, <laughs> Oregon border. Uh, who knows, though, what's actually going on? Yeah, he didn't say where the music recital was. It, it could easily be uh, in Oregon and California, for that matter. We don't know. We don't know where would it that is. Be, would that be just like a baller dad move if like Gretsch like really pushed one of his daughters to sign up for like a traveling soccer team? And it's like, oh, shucks. I mean, we're going to have to be traveling across the entire Pacific Northwest for these games. He's pushing her into the music industry at a very young age just so he can get to L.A. and draft some puppies and some and some uh, chihuahuas now. He's got to get in the chihuahua. Those are know, fast yeah. only. You can't do those slow. I know. It, it, it's crazy. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Chihuahua's at... 44% filled. Did that literally drop yesterday or two days ago? I believe it dropped yesterday. It does feel like a direct attack on, on me because, you know, I'm trying to max enter a lot of these things and I don't have time to max enter the $4 Chihuahua. So you won underdog. You know, I don't think I'm going to have all my 25 teams in there. Uh, yeah, I did, the, the I fast did. only is is fun. Luckily, I don't I don't get FOMO on the Chihuahua. You know what? I'm gonna end up getting. I'll probably do <laughs> one more draft tomorrow on a walk, and uh, maybe one on Friday night uh, or Saturday if it's still somehow open. And you know what? I'm okay not max max entering the Chihuahua. That shows a lot of growth on my part, I think, Pat. I I feel a little stressed about it, but but I, I yeah I'm okay. I'm fundamentally okay. I I guess this is like. I, I had no problem doing that as a stream bit, doing our five puppy drafts at once. Um, I am not enough of a broken human being to sit here by myself in the cold darkness of my basement and multi-table the Chihuahua with my free time. Like, that's just where I draw a line. I did two Chihuahuas, but one on each monitor. And I was like, this is fine. I think I did I did that like a couple sessions. So I like kind of like did one and sort of stacked them. So I think I got in four Chihuahuas that way. And then I did a few on the phone. So I got seven done, but I was like writing today and I was just like, I can't be like, I, I, I'm going to have to let this one go. You got, you got to let some go. I, all of my time has been devoted to watching uh, YouTube videos about the submersible. Uh, that That's what has all of my attention right now. Uh, What's the latest with that? I mean, not much uh, on the news front. They picked up some sounds earlier today, mm -hmm. like in 30 minute intervals. Um it seems very unlikely that it's coming from mm. even them at this point. I think uh, I think something has gone awry, and I don't think uh, this is going to end well. But yeah, they have. I believe it's 11 a.m. tomorrow is when the 96-hour oxygen supply will will fully run out. I wondered actually. Now that I say it, you have like 
again, not even close to being, you know, 12,000 feet underwater, but like you with the scuba diving, like I won't even do the scuba diving shit you do because I get like anxiety thinking about it. I mean, how hard would it be to stay calm for those guys knowing how dire it is for them? That'd be awful. I mean, it's like the thing about scuba diving is that like a lot of it is just trying to not lose your shit. Like that's yeah. the whole game is basically staying calm in the face of like doing something that's like ridiculous. You know, you're like a hundred feet underwater. Um, but you do have access to the surface. Like I'm not, you would, if you shot to the surface, um, you would get the bends. Uh, but you know, as long as you like, you're supposed to like scream. So you don't like pop your lungs. So you like, you basically just like yell and go to the surface in an absolute emergency situation, but you would be able to, you know, get to the surface. So like, I've never had any interest in cave diving where you go, where you're like yeah. literally in a cave. Like that to me is like a horror movie. Like I would never do that. Um, I've done some caverns, but you still have access to the surface in, in, you know, the cenotes in, in Mexico is what I did. But um, yeah, I just, I think like, to me, the the thing about scuba diving is like it's I don't find it all that challenging to kind of stay in a peaceful mindset because there's like lots of awesome fish around and lots of <laughs> yeah. cool stuff to see. So if I do start to get like a little bit claustrophobic, breathing through this tube, feel like I can't get a deep, fresh breath of air. I usually get distracted by something cool and I kind of just go back into the moment. Um, but yeah, I would not. This is a this is pretty horrific. It, it's also like you know, there, there's five people on the ship. Two of them are, uh, well, one's a billionaire and the billionaire's teenage son. And like juxtaposed to like the billionaires we know in the news are trying to figure out how to live forever. And they're building like nuclear fallout shelters in New Zealand, you know, to protect themselves and live as long as you can. Like the billionaire who's like, I have money for a million lifetimes. I am going to go and take on this risk on a highly experimental mission where they signed a waiver that said like death on the front page, like four times. It just seems like a complete mismanagement of like risk assessment relative to literally being able to live your life. However you want. Yeah. I mean, I think from some, from certain perspectives for sure. Also like his son is with them. Right. So that's, that's definitely, um, you know, not a, not, not a great situation, but um, the, you know, the guys who like think they're going to live forever and stuff like, guess what? You're not, you're going to die. <laughs> Everyone dies. Yeah. So like, if you, I, I, to some extent, I'm like, you know, if you've got unlimited money, you don't have unlimited time on this planet. So if you want to do some risky things, do some risky things. Like you're still, you're not, you don't get to, you can have all the money. You can literally get all the money. You're still going to die. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the teenage son element though, the just, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, that's the worst of it. Yeah. So, sorry, I won't, I won't, uh, turn this into li <laughs> the show is called ship chasing. I did just realize Pat. Oh no. Oh no. I can't believe <laughs> what terrible timing for that joke too. We're like literally about to get out of this. I was going to say, I, I was going to say like, this is ship chasing. We're here to draft. And then I was like, no, the, the show's literally about oh. chasing ships. So I think we are actually on, on topic here. Um, uh, segueing to uh, the Dalmatian, Pat, you want to hop in a draft? Yeah. 
Do you want to, uh, you want me to share my screen? Yeah. Do you want to do it? On, I, I'm happy to do it on mine. If you want, I mean, I was at the wheels for our draft this morning. I think it'd be, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to, uh, all right. I'll do it. Uh, let's see. Let's do it. Oh, look at this. I get to sit back another dra- back-to-back weeks of drafting without having to be on the ones and twos. This is nice. That is pretty nice for you. It's a, it's a rare treat for Pete Overzo. Yeah. This, uh, uh, just this tab, right? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay. You see, I double click the 30 second just to, just to make sure. There you go. Uh, nothing Look like at the this. Dalmatian. Dalmatian. Snap, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no. Oh no, Pete. Yeah. Bullock, you know, I'm happy to do it on mine. You know, when I draft, I get to take Sam Howell. I don't have to take Leonard Fournette. There's lots of perks when I'm at the controls. You know, when you're when you're at the mercy of Pat, you, you just have to see what he's he's up to. The 112, man. That's the, the trouble with these three maxes, you know. Yeah, 112. Although I will say from, you know, my my stream drafts, I have actually been enjoying the 112 because you do get two of those, you know, top 7, top 8 wide receivers where you can be in these rooms and be at like 1-4. Um and if you take CMC and it comes back and Higgins is off the board and you're like, "All right, <laughs> let's roll up our sleeves and and be miserable yeah. here." So, yeah. I, I actually don't mind the 112. Yeah, especially in this room. That's the one spot of the draft where you have the opportunity to get like at least four really good wide receivers. You're not yeah. worried about that. Pat, I'm going to do, we'll do a little streamer uh, etiquette here. Will you zoom in on the board a little bit on your, uh, your desktop? There we go. Yeah, that's better. Nice, 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 nice. So I realized what I can do here, Pete, is I can have a second tab of the same draft where I'm, I'm going to star people. So I have a better sense of, of what Ooh, so you get to dare I say have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um all right, Chandler. I don't even I don't even know what this this 999 super chat is. Normally there's a message associated with it. Someone's wanting to us to jerk off their their dead dad, but this is just ten dollars <laughs> for, for no reason. I, I oh, really wish that was hyperbole, but it is not. Wait, nope. Here it is. Dear Ship Chasing OnlyFans account, will you all tell Taylor to make his damn rankings? We have a big buy-in home league draft Saturday. Taylor shot, make your damn rankings. Are you now Chandler? I do have some follow-up questions. Are you wanting to draft off of Taylor's rankings? Do we know? No, Taylor? I think maybe Taylor's like threatening not to to do the draft because he hasn't done his rankings yet. Oh, he's saying he needs more time. You guys are doing like yeah. a really early draft. Okay. I gotcha. Um, that's yeah, that's Taylor, my read on it. Taylor, you just, dude, just subscribe to one of a million sites. You know, you go to leg up, you can get your rankings, go to ETR, get your rankings, whatever you need to do. This draft needs to happen. Okay. All right. Um, we, this is who I got to look at the names here. So we got, we got G, we got Paul, we got Nez, we got uh, Mr. Revolt, we got JGFC, who JGFC, we just get out of my drafts. I can't even do slow bulldog drafts without you in them. We got 10 minute um, CMC at 110. All right. We're, we're about to have one tonight. This is going to be nuts. Yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, I think we go Amon Ron Waddle here, right? Yeah, I mean we can't we can't fuck around. I mean we if CMC was here, we could fuck around. Uh 
I don't I don't really see any other case for messing around. I think the only thing like I mean the only mess around move would be to take like Olave or something, but I'm fine going with uh, the ADP here. Yeah, I, I'm good with any configuration of those two. Um, sounds good to me. All right. Mm. All right. For the audio listeners, we got uh, a class. Hang on, let me do. It. We had one one wide receiver. Did I get? Did I update? I don't know if I've updated the avalanche clip in here. Let me head over to uh, my quick best ball breakfast thing just so we can get the appropriate avalanche clip in here. I mean, it wasn't that far off <laughs> until we got to Juju 111. It was pretty much the draft. It really was. Um, uh, oh, dear God. Uh, oh, in dear God. Yeah. I, this clip is better than the old clip. The 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 Juju timing of Oh, Dear God, Sky Moore's the ending. I mean, it's it's a fun Yeah. Clip. It's, uh, yeah, shout out to Lou uh, on that one. I knew I had to get that. The thing is, though, at wide receiver avalanche drafts now are almost so normalized for me that I forget to play the clip. This one was was pretty stark that I was like, okay, yeah, we play the clip. But a lot of times I just forget now. I love that we like thought somehow there would be like some sort of safety in this Dalmatian. But it, of course, it's just the opposite. It's not a high enough price point where anyone's balking. It doesn't feel as often. There's not like any kind of just like random people who stumble into this room it's of course it's gonna be a hundred percent ship chasers this is much worse than usual yeah everyone's talking about flyboy here i i think you know we'll, we'll see how flyboy recovers he's probably just absolutely fist pumping cmc Bijan right now we'll, we'll see if he if he recovers here because flyboy's the, the only non-badge oh no the 101 not a badge either yeah i think it's just the the double running back start there i you know cmc olave the thing that's funny about that is that's actually not an uncommon start, right? You know, like CMC from five or six and then Olave there at like 20. Like that's pretty normal. It is normal. Yeah. But it's just the rest of his team will be unique. Oh, okay. So the, the team out of the one hole is also not a part of this, this piss. He's, he's not pissing. <laughs> yeah oh and that i didn't realize sorry i didn't realize that was jacob from the three hole too i didn't recognize his username there so i, I is it really only the badges we don't know in here flyboy and t busy are you guys watching this that's the new rule pat i've said it's kind of like if you ask a cop if they're a cop they have to reveal it uh -huh. if you're in a stream draft and you're in the chat you do have to reveal yourself i think that's right yeah yeah oh here he is all right there's that's that's me at 101 Couldn't oh okay Barkley pollard all right so we've we found everyone, I think, except Flyboy. I mean, Ridley just went like Ridley and Samuel and Metcalf are all gone. Like I, I don't fault you for taking uh Saquon Pollard there. Like, <laughs> like what else what are you supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> I I refuse to take Calvin Ridley at the back end of the third round. And Jacob just had to take him at 210 because we played an avalanche clip and people literally started panicking. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, absurd. Uh, I'm going to really have to keep myself from making submersible uh, jokes as it pertains to other like natural type disasters like wide receiver avalanches. Um, 
The nice thing, honestly, though, about the wide receiver avalanche is once Ridley goes off the board, like what's the thing we've been saying? This wide receiver tier for basically like four rounds is super flat that it's like you're actually going to like <laughs> the wide receivers you have available at the 3-4 turret. Yeah, the three four. I mean, that's the one advantage of being on this side of the board. I think is that you you don't get locked out. You can get locked out, like draft another one hole there. Like you're straight up locked out of wide receivers. I don't think you can really justify taking two wide receivers there and passing on Saquon Pollard, especially because uh, it's a larger tournament when those are great prices on those guys. So are we gonna are we gonna fuck around and find out with Brees Hall, or are we gonna keep pissing? I think we should take one running. I mean, Ramondre, Jacobs, and Brees are all on the board, so we're going to get one of them. I let's do. I'm down for one of Ramondre or Brees. You want to okay. do Ramondre since you and me have been drafting a lot of Brees on my streams. Oh, Ramondre goes. Ramondre so I guess just Brees went. It is. <laughs> so I so we go Brees, but then what else do you want to do? Hopkins, London, McLaurin, Williams, Moore. Oh, man. Um, I I'm going to also with... go Lamar. I, I, dude, I, I don't, you know how we talk about, so you got Brees queued up, right? Yeah. Um, you know how we talk about like, generally you can maybe get away with two detours. This feels like one where we should push the second detour a little more. I think this should be a wide receiver pick to really see what, um, I I would pick your favorite wide receiver. I have no strong thoughts about those guys. Let's go London. I, I took him on my draft with Sean today after you, and you know it was one of those things. I think Sean was partly setting up um, a cheap stack option with Ritter lately, but you know he's balked at the price. But then you know I basically said, is this just one of those picks where it's just like, yeah, you don't like the price, but you also don't want to end the draft season with zero percent Drake London. And he was like, yeah, basically exactly. <laughs> and I guess that's that's kind of how it feels. Where it's like, yeah, this is expensive, but like all of these guys are expensive um, in these rooms. Yeah, and I think like London, I do think like we just should probably on some level go like, what was he? What was he drafted at? Very early in the first round, I forget the exact pick. Was he also the eighth pick? Who? Uh, Drake London. Oh yeah, because Bijan was seventh eighth or eighth. Pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So drafted top ten, then like was a target dominator right away. Had a pretty good analytical profile. Tape guys liked him. Um, Harmon was in on him as a separator. Did okay in the open score. Like the yards per outrun stuff looks good. There's no real red flags for him. He was a top 10 overall wide receiver who just had a like red flagless rookie season mm-hmm. um, with, with no other wide receiver competition for targets. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, I, I mean, obviously once you stop talking about him and start talking about like the Falcons, it does, it gets way less exciting, but I mean, we're drafting for talent at wide receiver. Like there's, if a couple things break his way, Ritter's not awful, you know? Um, the Falcons like pass like a little more. They're not like insanely run heavy. They're just, they're Raven. If they're like the Ravens from two years ago, that's a huge improvement. <laughs> like we don't need them to be balanced. Yeah. Uh, Pat, I was going to see how long this bit would go. Uh, there is a comment on screen about you pulling a David kitchen and not showing the the draft board oh and the picks God. that are being made right that's now. Hilarious. <laughs> like, you... It's because you had me zoom. It was, it happened sooner than I thought. Pat, did you happen to, to see what happened on the Swole cast today? I don't know if you I haven't it watched yet. it yet. No. 
So, you know, before every show we've been, you know, drafting teams, we've been doing our mission and, you know, we're now trying to time three people getting in the same draft and Davis and I got in the same one and kitchen didn't get in quick enough. And so not only did we have two drafts going on, but kitchen and the producers were having to tab back and forth. And then the other thing is we've been getting missions and producer Sosa thought it would be funny if he gave me and kitchen the same mission. So we were competing for it. Except oh, the problem is drafts. we did get in the same draft. Oh, he didn't and, have like uh, a backup mission. What? No, that, you, you and Davis the same mission. He should have switched missions or something. Uh. Yeah, that would require any bit of foresight, um, any bit of planning. Uh, no, it was, <laughs> it was, it was so what good. A, what a and then I just, I, I just kind of protested. It my my prompt was stack up Chiefs Bengals, and I was I was picking from the twelve spot. And when you think about like the ADPs, it's actually pretty hard uh, to stack that up because almost all of it is happening on the other side of the board. Right. And so um, I just failed my mission. Um, <laughs> what happened? Did I, you fail your mission? Absolutely nothing? No. Yeah. It was just, you know, I was 12,000 feet under the ocean. I lost contact with the mission. Oh, and uh, I said, sorry, I, I got I to gotta stop. I just can't. I'm so deep down the, the rabbit hole watching these videos. It's all I can think about right now. Come up for air. <sighs> Um, yeah, if, if kitchen wins BBM four, that is, I think so. I think it was Liam. Was it last summer or maybe it was right at the end of the draft season? No, it was maybe, maybe it was last summer. We did a poll of like, who would be the funniest person, uh, to win, uh, best ball made it. it. It has to be kitchen. It would just be, it would be, I would, I almost would sacrifice the $3 million if it meant kitchen winning. I almost, I almost would. <laughs> <laughs> it would be amazing it would yeah. be so amazing kitchen doing the podcast circuit everyone talking he's talking about his team talking about how we just don't know <laughs> i would love it i would love it who would put less effort into monetizing their best ball mania win david kitchen or liam murphy <laughs> david kitchen <laughs> i don't know it might be close <laughs> liam's now a professional poker player i i'll tell you what the fleet that we get out of that would be very good. Very high <laughs> production quality on the one fleet we get. <laughs> um, honestly, JSN at pick 55 is very normal. Yep. Um, this this seems to basically normalize now. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jacob, for falling on the Najee landmine at pick 51. Um, what up, Pat? You're going to have my... Uh, my, I can't not seeing the cue here. I'm feeling slightly blind. I know what we got the, we got Marquise. We got, um, we, oh no, he just went Lockett and Deontay Johnson are the receiver options. Uh, then Mike Evans, Jordan Addison, um, lots of running backs to get. I don't know if we have uh, any interest in these guys. Um, I definitely like Deontay. Um, I mean, I'm happy to go vets, Deontay and Evans, unless you have something else you like. Um, I don't know about, I, I have such a hard time clicking Evans, but I, he's not a bad well, put, picker. Jordan Addison put, would be the other option, I guess. Put Deontay in the queue. Um, are there any other correlations here? JK Dobbins is a correlation. I, I think we got to avoid these, the running backs here. Who's the next bet? Uh, so it's between Addison or Evans for you. I'm fine with either of those. I like Evans, but I'm, I'm good with that. Let's do Evans. I don't have enough of him. 
he's like one of these guys I don't even dislike, but I just I just taking him feels bad. Yeah. I've clicked him so much now that I've convinced myself that it's it's not it's not bad. It just is the right pick mentally. Um, he's not a great pick at 61, but you know, relative to the other wide receivers there, I think he's fine. All right, streamer, back to the board. <laughs> I'm managing this other secret tab. <laughs> all right, okay, we there go. we go. Yeah. I do like the secret tab move because I've got all my guys in the yeah. queue the secret tab is no it's, correlation in this it's it's great for you pat and it's just awful for everyone else <laughs> no it's good for everyone else because <laughs> I, I, I what, what's what's the secret that we're going to take two wide receivers there <laughs> well the secret is last time i started queuing everyone and you were like you never queue pat you never queue yeah. streaming 101 you never queue <laughs> you, you don't <laughs> Uh, why let we're not we're congratulating pat for getting uh getting the badge is this new a new development pat people are real yeah it actually was yesterday and, and people tweeted at me and like the first draft that i had the red badge people were tweeting at me like it's like a huge it was like a big development of the best ball scene apparently <laughs> I, I got my badge no, but no let me talk about the badge thing and when you celebrate it you celebrate it when you're one of the little guys who have been punting off thousands of dollars on underdog and this red badge is all you have to show for it. When you fucking won $2 million, you don't get flowers for getting your badge, okay? Get well, the fuck out of here. I, I, didn't, I didn't ask for flowers. I, flowers <laughs> arrived, and I'm just explaining why they arrived. <laughs> so, you but were getting I, tweets? God. Yeah, people were tagging me like, congrats on finally getting your badge. That kind of stuff. So, but like... Isn't the white badge the better badge? Why? No, the red is the the higher volume badge. But the white badge you get for winning things. No, the white thing the the white badge is um, a different threshold. It's a threshold underneath the red badge for experience. Oh, I thought it was based on. I thought you get the white badge for for winning a contest. No. Nope. The um, there's a few. The horns are if you win one of the uh, battle okay. royales. There's some of that. Um, I am. They should have. I think there's so much more they can do with like the badge and the stuff. Like, come on, you should have. You should have a fucking crown in there, or some medal, or some little like number one foam finger. You know, just to to let people know what's up. <laughs> um. No, no, you can get you can get the white badge from winning contests. Yeah, but that's not that's not why you got yours. I think it is why I got mine. No, it's it's I can I I can pull this up in the terms of service if you want, but I yeah, well it might be why I got mine. Five hundred, but I reinforced my white badge by yes. five hundred. Here you go. An experienced player is the white badge has played in more than 500 contests or has won at least six contests with combined prizes, one totaling 2,500 or more. Do you have a calculator, Pat, for your winnings? See if it's more than 2,500. A highly experienced player, the red badge, has played in more than 1,000 contests or has won at least four contests with prizes of at least $1,000. So I don't, I don't think you literally meant the qualifications for have you won more so than I actually hadn't won contest? enough contests to yeah. get the red badge so okay so the red badge is definitely better I, I for some reason I didn't realize you could get the red for red for winning as well yeah 
I mean, this is also the guy that famously immediately took his $2 million off the site and then came crawling back with a tail between his legs because his accountant told him he needed to put some money back on. (laughs) I wish that wasn't true. (laughs) It is. Um, All right. Tell me what's uh, in the secret tab right now. Lord knows I can't see it. We got, um, yeah, I'll just click off the board. There's not really much correlation-wise in the secret tab. Yeah. Um, this could be a detour for a running back, I would say. We do have five wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, Is there – what's the best available wide receiver? I saw Zay and Elijah Moore went Sutton. on. Sutton. We're down to gross territory. Um, and I, I assume Waller's still there? No? No, Waller's he's gone. gone. Okay. Um, um, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with Madison at these prices. Um, we could get Tua he, if we wanted, but that's early for him. Yeah. I think Madison uh, in the late seventh makes sense. Yeah, I think Madison too. I'm just trying to think about who for the second pick. Uh, Damian Pierce is here. Um, we could just take Sutton and and feel really good at wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm starting to try to pump my brakes on Sutton because I was drafting too much of him early. What about but yeah, Pierce? We're getting him like twenty picks. Yeah, sure. Play. Let's just just fight back. Yeah. All right. So our team for the audio listeners here, uh, Pat, scroll down. We got three running backs: Brees Hall, Alexander Madison, Damian Pierce, and five wide receivers: Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, Drake London, Deontay Johnson, and Mike Evans. Lots of late stack options for quarterback. Um, so we can we we've got some flexibility here for for building out this team and seeing what comes back to us. We do. Yeah. Oh yeah, but Pat. We didn't even notice Sutton was gone. <laughs> like that, that Sutton went right off the board right before us. I didn't even see that. Oh, I didn't even realize that. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can you imagine how devastated it would have been if I was just like, yeah, let's just windmill dunk Cortland Sutton in right here, and then you're like, wait, actually, he's gone. <laughs> I feel pretty good about the turn. I mean, Madison and Pierce way after ADP. Yeah. Eighth round, Damian Pierce seems like it has some upside to it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I. uh I've been, I've started to get today with Sean. I got one of my first Cam Akers shares. Um, I would like to get some more Damian Pierce. Um, so yeah, I, I like a couple of these prices. Yeah. Looks like I've been getting a little more Damian Pierce. Pacheco's a guy that I've been getting some exposure to, although I worry he's going to fall because of this training camp stuff. He's not going to play for the first time. What is it? What is the, I heard you guys talking about that on ADP chase and why, why is the reason he's not at training camp? Torn labrum and a broken hand. So he's getting back from that, not expected until about halfway through training camp. Daneric Prince, the UDFA running back, has had a really strong uh, OTAs in minicamp. So he's going to probably keep making noise in training camp. So you're going to have like this queasy feeling when you take Pacheco. He's not even there. Another running back starting to look good. So I just think he probably falls a little bit. I would say he probably falls to where he just went, like mid-eighth. But yeah. You know, it doesn't make me want to like load up on him right now, but at the same time, I think he is kind of interesting. Um, I do you know who I just like do not take at all, and I just I have no clue if it's a blind spot or not. I just like I, I'm in. Uh, he's like almost undraftable for me, Jarek McKinnon at the price. I just I never even I remotely like consider him. 
I, I've taken them a few times because I'm like so underexposed at the at the new price that I've just like I, I've kind of forced myself to mix them in. I mixed them in on like I think Mahomes team and. There was another team where I had like I think Brees and then like no other running backs that really really pushed it at running back. Yeah, and I I did feel like he kind of made sense on that type of build, but yeah, it's it's kind of a rarity. Like I notice when I take them, like oh I guess I'm doing this. I did yeah. take a Juju share by the way recently. Uh, so did I on Monday, and I got absolutely flamed for it. How how many picks past ADP was your Juju share? He wasn't even like that far past ADP. I want to say, I mean, maybe like 15 picks or something. And okay. then I needed, I kind of needed the receiver. I was just like, I guess, I guess I'm just doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mine was only like 10 picks past ADP. I think it was 115. He goes pick 97 here. Uh, let's see. How did our, how did our hero from the 10 hole do here who started CMC and Bijan? Did they recover at all? I haven't been paying attention. Uh, let's see. So CMC, Bijan, Judy, Jacobs, Marquise Brown, Joe Burrow, Michael Thomas. I mean, getting Jacobs in the fourth is, is pretty sweet. But is he going to dig out? So he's got three wide receivers through eight. I think the Evan Ingram pick is pretty egregious there. I don't think he's yeah. a good pick to begin with, and you just don't have the – the option for that. I mean, he already won elite quarterback too. I think he's been in really rough shape at wide receiver. Yeah. That seems pretty obvious. Um, so Tua is gone. Um, this feels a little early for golf. Um, definitely going to be some running backs we like here and gross, uh, volume wide receivers, unless we kind of just want to reach for, like a what? Like a Mingo type or a Nico? We could do a double Lazard day. Um, double get Lazard the Jets day. Thing. <laughs> get the Jets <laughs> thing. And then I don't want to take Rodgers here, though. Uh, Rodgers, that's like 10, 11 picks ahead of ADP. Yeah. We could do Kirk with Madison. Um, yeah. And then and then I would love to there. wind back that, that Evans pick to a – I think like, I'm not as panicked about, I mean, we got Goff, we got Kenny Pickett, we got Ritter. Late. We could do Dak. We have an Amon Ra bring back on that. Dak value with the bring back. You always, I, I, you almost, this feels gross, but you almost have to take like, you don't have to, but Gallup probably isn't coming back in this room. I mean, I would be fine with that. I am too. Go, just go to the the. What's his ADP or where what? One twenty eight. How many wide receivers are ahead of him right now? Yeah, just he's three. not coming back. I, I I'm fine with that. And Let's then do that. You know, we got Ferguson late. Yeah. I mean that kind of feels. It doesn't feel good exactly, but nothing in these rooms feel good. Like no one's having fun. Like we all hate ourselves. It's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> We're just just trying to get through it. <laughs> oh man i mean if, if juju goes at 95 why can't we take Gallup at 109 stacked seems fine seems fine all right back to the board kitchen <laughs> all right let's see what this guy did he took odell in the ninth That's, round 
that's how you recover. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> I mean, we just took Gallup in the tenth, uh, the early tenth, but let's see who does. Uh, Zay. So he's doing a Jaguars thing without the quarterback. Yeah. He's got unstacked Burrow, but in the sixth, that's pretty nice. This this poor individual is like ready to do my my big hundred and one dollar draft tonight. Got the kids down to bed. Told the wife she can go watch submarine YouTube videos upstairs because I'm gonna draft my Dalmatian team. Probably poured himself a nice whiskey and just got whoop bam. Wide receiver <laughs> avalanche. I'm looking at uh, Tibsy here. Yeah. I I I said I couldn't I couldn't fault him for taking Barkley and Pollard, but the Gibbs pick. I, I'd like Gibbs at the 412, obviously, but um, yeah, that's that one's tough within this room. I think this sounds like a nice night, Tyler. If I wanted to pay 101 dollars to hate myself, I'd go to the All You Can Eat buffet at the local strip joint. All right. What is that from? Is that just yeah? Kate Kate that? highlighting that uh, very started the stream by stating everyone dies. <laughs> now this, yeah. You know the beautiful thing about ship chasing is it it's a place to you know escape. It's a distraction from all of our real world problems, um, and it did turn into a nihilistic stream. And I apologize for that. I don't think it's nihilistic to admit that death is coming for us all. It's just a fact. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the definition of nihilism. No, nihilism is that nothing matters. Things can matter. Because we're all going to die. Well, that's why people get to that conclusion. But you don't have to say nothing matters if you would admit the obvious fact of death. Yeah. Hey, now this is this is a spin zone here. Studies show that we perform better at most things if we are reminded of death. Exactly. Pat and I are going to stick the landing on look this Dalmatian. Well look at what we're drafting this <laughs> Dalmatian. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh man but man poor last week with ben gratch we were like drinking beers out of helmets and now pat and i are having uh you know morbid <laughs> philosophical conversations <laughs> a different vibe <laughs> very different vibe uh. all right um got a bunch of getting pretty pretty dry but we've got six so we can we can uh weather that cousins gino and rogers are still here golf is still here but that's from the same game although that probably matters less in the dalmatian i do think yeah what is uh should pull up the exact uh structure of this one just to uh refresh ourselves The structure is so we round one. We obviously are twelve. Round two uh, is an eight-person group, and three advance. Round three is another eight-person group, and the top two advance, and then it's a one hundred and two-person final. So the one hundred and two is still a decent, still pretty big, yeah. But getting there um, is much more doable. Yeah, well, the, it'd be a reason to to break ties against the same team. Yeah, quarterback, give ourselves another out. And, and because we do, I guess, like what's on the board? Like what what do we what Kirk, do we like in here? At Gino, I think we grab a quarterback here. We could we could even grab 
two I don't, if we wanted, but I or we, even, Dalton Schultz is correlated as well. Yeah, I don't think we have to take a quarterback here with some of our late outs. Um, I think it's a good price on Kirk, and we get the Madison thing. Um, yeah, what I else? just like would rather I would rather stack up Goff with a Monra. Do you want to do Schultz? Put yeah, put Schultz in right now first. Who is who's the who? What's the best available running back? Kinnan Warren. We do. Do you want to do Warren build out our Pittsburgh bet and then also makes Pickett a little more yeah. attractive? Let's do that. Yeah. So we got uh, here. Scroll up. So we got Brees, Madison, um, Pearson, Warren at running back, Dak at QB, wide receivers, Amon Ra, Waddle, Drake London, Deontay Johnson, Evans, Gallup, and then Schultz at uh, tight end here. And, oh, yeah, Nez pointing out, too, for the 12-person group at the top, it's it's 4 of 12. Uh, so it's 4 of 12, 3 of 8, 2 of 8, 1 out of 102. Which I think is a reason not to go three quarterback as much, right? Like you could be kind of better off with just like your two pocket passers and try to to bank like a couple more legit skill player contributors. It's so funny on this thing because I've heard people make the case on both sides of it, right? Where it's easier to advance, which means you can get even more, you know, fragile with it. Or because more teams are advanced, you want to raise your floor of of your team. I've heard people argue it on both sides. I don't know if I have. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't looked into it. It's just kind of a gut feeling. But I guess what it probably is, right, is that the amount of points that is going to separate the the average advancing team from the average team that just misses the cut is probably smaller mm -hmm. than in a two of 12. There's probably a smaller gap between team four and five on average than between team two and three, right? Mm -hmm. That would be a case for going more three quarterback, I guess. Yeah. I mean, th just knowing that it's easier to advance these first three rounds, but then a pretty big final, it still makes week 17 correlation, I think, pretty important. If you're playing 102 person, DFS field, you'd probably even overstack. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's the thing too that it makes really onslaughting a team much more viable because you don't need the 98th percentile outcome for that offense like three weeks in a row. You know, finishing like if say you had the Eagles like premium stack, which I'm a little more hesitant to do in BBM, like that kind of build absolutely smashes when you only need to be four out of 12, three out of 12, two yes. out of 12, or three yes. out of eight, two out of eight. Yeah, I mean. I do kind of like the over-correlating idea here. And we can, I think we can consider that too. Granted, we don't have a ton of options for over-correlating. I guess it's maybe a note to put away, like if you are doing like your Bills, your Chiefs, your top five offenses of going really hard at it. Yep. Although this is my third one, so <laughs> that was that for me. I, uh, I I got two bullets in the chamber. I, I thought I was I was using I did one slow. I thought we were going to use mine tonight, and then you swooped in uh, at the last minute, and so now I'll have two bullets remaining here. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm uh, I'm happy to use the stream to get get a draft done. Uh, Tell me about you know, it. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so. What are we thinking in terms of running back? I think we probably add one more, right? Go to five here. Yeah. I was I was kind of curious if Goff would make it all the way back uh with <laughs> with with everything getting so far pushed down. Yeah, I thought maybe there was a chance. Yeah. We only have Schultz at tight end, so a tight end would be good here. There's it's Jawan Johnson, Sam Laporta. Um, yeah, that that's what uh yeah, that's what I was thinking um about the this does feel like a, a decent tight end pick um i i like the idea of laporta in, in in playing that game heavy there's also um jerome ford at running back it's kind of it's a bring back on Greece, which isn't an ideal bring back but <laughs> what is this i'm trying to find the i don't know if there's anything super depressing into space. This is a little too upbeat. For the, for the audio listeners who are especially <laughs> aggrieved right now, uh, this is not emo music. We got a super chat asking for emo music, ambient emo music. Um, Aaron Rodgers okay. made it back. He's now 37 picks past ADP. I think we grabbed him. Uh, can can we do Laporta first and then talk about, talk about it? Um, we don't have anything with Cleveland, any Jets. I guess, I guess you we can do. We take. Have oh, you're right. Sorry, I forgot about Brees. I guess we can do Conklin, Hardman, late. All right, I'm fine with it. I, I'm looking through the options here, Tyler, and apparently Streamyard doesn't have any sad, sad boy. Oh, music. they have the same buy. Well, we probably want to go three anyway. You know, I've always wanted an excuse to take Desmond Ritter uh, with my last pick. So <laughs> here we go. Okay, this might be it. Night driving. This feels vaguely somber. So you play when on the Sean stream, you play the feeding the ducks thing the whole time. Well, I, I think I'm going to stop doing that because Colum very politely was like, are you? You know, because they post the audio feed on the Rotoviz thing, and uh, <laughs> then I was like, "Yeah." So, feed the ducks might be just for Mondays going forward, guys. So the Rotoviz listeners don't have to listen to the ducks being fed while trying to get tiny morsels from Sean. <laughs> uh, but wait, why did? How did that start? That you were playing feed the ducks under the show? I honestly, maybe someone in the chat can remind me. I think it was from one of my DFS streams. Um, my lineup review Monday where I was just tilting my face off because I punted it off again and I just like needed something soothing and calming and I was like tabbing through them I was like oh this is calm and then everyone's like oh yeah this shit slaps dude and so now it somehow has just become um, part of the stream I had to explain it to so someone was in my comments they're like new to the channel what's up with it he's like I know what value hound means now I know what piss boy means I know what avalanche what does feed the ducks mean and I'm like well Someday I'll tell you when you're older, kid. <laughs> I kind of liked it. I, I definitely, I, I wish it could be longer. Like it, when it restarts, it kind of like, it like takes me out of it for a second. I'm like, oh. 
I don't know why, but this just like hurts so hard when he says this in such a matter of fact way, answering your question. Monday morning reviews because Peace lost so much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ugh. Uh, no, I I want to I want to make it very clear. Column did not. I just I'm pretty good at like read reading between multiple lines. And basically, what Column said was like, "Hey, no biggie. Just wondering, does that bed of music play underneath all of the <laughs> all of this?" And I was like, "Okay, all right. Point taken. Point taken." Uh, uh. <laughs> It is funny too. Like I, now, people have started to ask me, like for the MP3 of it. I'm like, dude, this is like a default setting in Streamyard. <laughs> Remember how people used to ask us forever about our ship chasing yeah. opening music, and it was some like royalty free site that we found tabbing through story blocks or audio blocks. Yeah, audio blocks. Yeah. Hmm. See, I like you guys this need. One, dude. Which one is this? This is night driving. It's the kind of music you listen to after you grappled with your own mortality and a couple of billionaires <laughs> drowning. After you broke the news to the billionaire class that they will still die despite their Yeah. <laughs> what if we got like an ED? I should get an EDM version of Feeding the Ducks made. Just an absolute slapper that we're going to play Dude. at uh, the ship chasing party. I'd be into that. Hmm. <laughs> Any DJs in the in the ship chasing community? Yeah, let it, let us know. We have, we have a talented group. Reach out. How can you it. help the ship chasing community? Are you a yeah. woodworker? Um, so are you a bird watcher? <laughs> I don't know. What if make us a replica wooden ship that says make us a replica wooden on. bird based on a picture from one of our bird watchers? <laughs> there you go. Let's maybe we should just have like a show and tell esque <laughs> talent show uh, for the ship chasing community where everyone comes on for five minutes and like it's like if you can I don't know f fart um, out of your armpit like you get to come on and, and do that for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh, let's see what's here. So. Essentially nothing at what essentially server. essentially nothing. Pat, like honestly, I'm just gonna say it. I think we should just double tap Hardman and Conklin. I mean, I have no pushback on that. <laughs> I'm full of great ideas tonight. My my ideas, my brilliant ideas tonight are just reaching like 20 picks ahead of ADP to complete stacks because the board is so gross. <laughs> hey man. That's a good idea. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. This room, this room did bring back late round quarterback. JJ Atir would would come down his eye if he saw the values. Everyone's he getting would. that quarterback in here. They really would. All right, yeah, I think I think your move's the right move. Uh, let's say Conklin first because he's got the higher ADP. I like that. Respect the integrity of the ADP landscape. Any interest in Dawson Knox? Uh, over Hardman? No, we're at six no. wide receivers. Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
wow, this is what 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 is happening on this show tonight? I can send a picture of an amputated foot. Um, Andrew, I don't know the, uh, how you deep. got the. Andrew. Oh no! Okay, hey. I'm out. Don't make this <laughs> no, a group message. You know normally how you guys have to send in super chats to get me to do something. What what's your Venmo, buddy? Because I need to see this. <laughs> All right, we're at a two four seven three build. Pat, why don't you recap our team for the audio listeners who are on one hell of a journey tonight? For the audio listeners, uh, as they listen to Night Driving, we got Dak Prescott and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. They do share the same buy. That that's something we're gonna have to think about. Brees Hall, Alexander Madison, Damian Pierce, and Jalen Warren at running back. Amon Ross St. Brown, Jalen Waddle, Drake London, Deontay Johnson, Mike Evans, Michael Gallup, Miko Hardman at wide receiver. Dalton Schultz, Sam Laporta, and Tyler Conklin. When I suggested that we also take Dawson Knox, I forgot <laughs> we already had three tight ends because <laughs> this soothing music. Oh my God. Dan, Dan Zach got to you, man. You were trying to sneak a four tight end build on here. Um, uh, all right, Pious Devil, um, $1.99 for Pat to answer this question. How are you going to celebrate July 18th this year? I'm going to do a stream. I need to figure out the details of that stream, but uh, a long stream is my plan. So uh, I, I need to, it's probably something I need to start getting sorted. A uh, long, next hearty week. stream. A long, just, hearty stream. Just a nice flow. Yeah. Hoping, hoping P will be on it. Hoping uh, Gretch will be on it. Get some guests on there. Stream some drafts. Love to hear it. You know, uh, I love it. We got we got Puka going at pick one ninety four here to Chris G. Um, what do you what do you think, Pat? Is this two scratch offs at wide receiver or one more running back? I think one more running back. I also think, depending on who's there, a third quarterback would be interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm on board with uh, with Ritter. I said yeah. Pickett's gone. Dude, what is a everyone loves this guy Puka, man. Um I didn't I didn't realize he was becoming such a cult hero in the community. Should we make a clip to mush him? <laughs> yeah, we might need to mush him because I don't really get it. <laughs> I don't get he's it. He's like a fifth what? round rookie. He's been used on some like jet sweeps and ramps camps, and people are like, yeah. oh fuck yeah. <laughs> so normally we're the one hyping people up and everyone else is like, why is this happening? But to I must, on the other uh, side of it is there must just be like fun. a really good athletic blurb out there that I've missed. It's been multiple kind of like this guy's looking good in OTAs. They're they're saying nice things about him. He's getting used in various ways. Like, is he gonna be used in a Debo like role? Like that kind of stuff. And then people are getting all excited. And it's uh, such a wide open depth chart. I mean, it's it's certainly possible he's something. Yeah. Um I think this is really the ultimate answer. His name is sweet. Um, all right. What, what running backs are available, Pat? Running backs. Uh, let's see. I'll go to this one. Let's see what's in the secret tab right now here on ship chasing at night. You're listening to night driving music, Pat Corrine on the ones and twos. We're thinking about taking Desmond Ritter as our third QB to stack up with Drake London. How are you doing tonight? Did you get solicited picks of an amputated foot? Well, you're <laughs> no. listening to the right show. <laughs> All right. By the way, not Ritter. Uh, Stroud. I think Stroud's a better move here. We have Pierce. We have uh, Schultz. Okay, that's the fine. Okay, let, and then let's bring it back with like Kyle Phillips or something. 
Uh, well, Robert Woods is gone, luckily for you. Uh, Zeke, Jeff Wilson, Chase Brown, Gus Edwards. Any of those running backs do anything for you? Um, we could we could do a um a tribute pick to Gretchen take Cordell Patterson with our Atlanta bet. Okay. <sighs> tribute. tribute pick this one goes it out kind of makes sense it's kind of a good good fit for the yeah. room this one goes out to ben gretch our erstwhile co-host who loves him some gimmicky late round selections from the man who brought you ty montgomery comes cordero patterson he's at his daughter's piano recital tonight surely checking his phone to make sure we stuck the landing in the 101 dalmatian <laughs> Oh no, Straw has the same buy. God Strah damn it, Pat. How? I did, uh, scroll down. Oh no. Oh, we should have like, talked about death some more. We blew it. Triple sevens, dude. Oh God. <laughs> what a terrible, dumb mistake. We could have taken Ritter. What? I. <laughs> I let, I let you control the board one time. Pat. <laughs> hang on. I need to call him. This man obscures <laughs> obscures the board, obscures the queue for the entire draft to gain an edge. And drafts three players on by in week seven. Oh, no. <laughs> How is that even possible? <laughs> I don't even think I could draft three quarterbacks with the same buy if I tried. I don't think I could either. I've got great prices if that, if that helps. Uh, Holy shit. I would say I'm glad that this is on your account and not mine, except this wouldn't have happened if it was on my account. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, we'd like to apologize to our erstwhile co-host, Ben Gretsch, for, in fact, not sticking the landing. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't stick the landing at all. Um, checking in on our Super Chats tonight, we're about $65 short of $101. Yeah, come on, get us to 101, guys. We we just punted off 101 dollars. At least you can do a super chat us the way there. Pat's Good best God. ball accountant says, please don't send him 101 dollars. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that's why Pat doesn't have a real badge. Phil says, dude, is this is this the sign from God? Because we've been talking about death and nihilism all night, and God said. 777 it does feel very what is 777 is that it's the religious seven's thing? god's number john elway's number and god's number yeah seven seven is a is a holy number i knew 666 was the devil's number i didn't know exactly that, uh... I, I i i honestly don't know the uh the history of why seven is a religious number but it is associated with godly things all right not tonight, it's not. I just needed why why is seven a religious number? Um seven was symbolic in ancient Near Eastern and Israelite culture and literature. It communicated a sense of fullness or completeness, unless it comes with covering all your buys. Seven is spelled with the same consonants as the Hebrew word complete full. This makes sense of the pervasive appearance of seven patterns in the Bible. <laughs> Actually, well, I feel bad not knowing that. Vaporware what? implying I made a deal with the devil. Oh. <laughs> of course, you knew what the six is the devil's number. <laughs> Giving me the winky face. 
I mean, what this is this is this has really been like this has been a. I mean, I just like imagine someone who found this stream last week and they watched me and Leone Blair Witch Project run, and then whatever just happened tonight, and that's their introduction to ship chasing. I will say this is maybe a bad time to to bring this up, but um, if you guys are looking for a good documentary to watch, oh god, uh, I highly recommend the documentary Hail Satan. <laughs> what 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 uh what streaming provider is it on? Yeah, I believe it's on Hulu. That's how I watched it. Um, it's a uh, it's a movie. Now it's Hail Satan with a question mark. Mm. But it's about so, this, uh, so it's like Davis Vatt. You guys say Hail Satan, Hail, yeah, Hail Satan, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's about a religion question mark that it's it's a group of atheists, they don't believe uh -huh. that Satan exists, but they're like they're like, um, kind of pro separation of church and state. Mm. But they do they do some interesting their methods to achieve that are are, are pretty interesting. Wow. In the battle for justice and equality, the Satanic Temple is putting up a hell of a fight. Now that's a hook right there. So All like right. one of the things they do, they make make this giant statue of this like demonic demon reading uh reading like a book to children. Like he's teach he's teaching them. It like, sounds the, like a Nathan Fielder bit. It is that is essentially their approach. And <laughs> they they put so like some some states have passed laws where you can like put up, you know, the Ten Commandments on state grounds. And so they're like, sweet. So you can put up any religious monument on state grounds, obviously. So we would like to put our giant uh, monument of like Balthazar or whatever. And then everyone's <laughs> like, the fuck you are. And they're like, no, we, we get to now because you're taking me up to there. So we get to do that. And they're just like, they're so mad. You know, and these uh, this group doesn't even, they think it's just like a funny statue. It's not like a worship thing for them. Um... Yeah, uh, thank you, Tyler, for all the super chats. I would, I, uh, I've been to Houston a few times. It's a very fun city. Um, Elon, yeah, I've, I've tried to, I've tried to find like a more uplifting segue like four times, <laughs> and we just, we just end up in a death spiral every time. Every it's a good time. doc. It's a good doc. It is. I. Uh, so she I've did the watching. Kenny G doc. If you want to talk about non-controversial, oh, that, that is a great doc. It, oh, it's Penny yes. Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Got Penny you. Lane. Yeah, it's this is also a Penny Lane. She's an incredible filmmaker. Uh, yeah. The Kenny G doc, we don't have that to wrestle awesome with one. big topics like death and religion uh, and politics. Um, that's just a fun, fun movie about a, a, a saxophone player. Yeah. Um, one of those you go into in Kenny G just, I mean, I guess that that's the entire dynamic of the documentary is that most people think of him as like this punchline or whatever and then you see like the depth to him and how that kind of persona has essentially followed him around and kind of tormented him in a way yeah it's a it's a really but good I, documentary i also love that doc because like it doesn't necessarily dispel sort of the pre the the ultimate preconceived notion that you have of him which is that he's sort of just like like kind of producing this like generic -y, like yeah there's not there's no like soul to it it's just like you know like the the, his biggest critics are basically like he's an incredible musician but like he's just like moving his fingers fast and making his mouth work good you know and they don't it's not like what's behind it what's the meaning behind it and he's sort of like i don't know it's, it's fucking music man there's no meaning behind it well, deal with it because <laughs> i do think people want like artists to you know they just like go disappear and emerge from this cabin with this beautiful artwork and he's definitely more of like a process guy like he just loves yeah. doing it 
every single day and is he like, loves this being is he good at it. it yeah he's like i'm incredibly good at making these notes these series of notes i can do like all the techniques i can you know if i want to play the way that guy plays and play the way that guy plays i have my own style that i perfected and i'm like obsessive about getting better every single day but he's not like he doesn't have any kind of you know deeper feelings about art and what it means to be you know doing this type of music and he's, he's not like he's not like performing music like in relation to like you know a He's not in dialogue with anyone. He's yeah. He's just doing music. Which has to be, I mean, you think about the pressure that so many musicians feel to like deliver on whatever, a follow-up to their, you know, de- their debut album or their most popular album and how that just like haunts people. And like Kenny G literally seemed like so at peace with like what his career was as far as just being happy making the music and not feeling like I need to meet people's expectations for what my music is going to be. Well, I think he also kind of defends himself like, oh, so my music's bad and dumb because millions of people like love it and use it for like the for their weddings and for like when they're like stressed and when they like want to get through a day, like they put my music on and feel better. Like that's bad for some reason. Why is that bad? Yeah, it's not. You're right. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's why is doc, man? That's a non-controversial doc. Go watch that one. I've been watching um, the second season of Thousand Foot Wave, the uh, documentary about uh, big wave surfers. um, I've seen clips of that. That's nuts. The first season was more just like, dude, look how big this wave is, how gnarly this is, and, and how dangerous it is. And then the second season just got super cinematic, and they like dove into telling the stories of these people's lives and got just this incredible access following them around. And it like went to a whole nother level What's as a it documentary. On? It's on HBO or Max. I apologize, Max. Um, it's it's really good though. Um, and and they still sprinkle in how fucking insane these waves are that they're riding but it it went much deeper with the storytelling in a very satisfying way hell yeah all right um there you out. go documentary chasing that is how we get out of the nihilism hole um pat i think i'm gonna go close my eyes in the sauna and then watch thousand foot wave uh I- anything else uh going on for you here no i uh we are all water and we will return to water so i i'm excited to watch thousand foot wave as well there you go. Uh, amen. We appreciate all of you in the chat, brothers and sisters in our piss boy rooms. We thank you for attending the church of ship chasing tonight. We apologize for all the controversial messaging. We'll see you back next week with what I'd like to promise as a normal show, but apparently those <laughs> don't exist around here anymore. Peace. Peace.